Hello, I'm Johnny Moore and welcome to Unhurried Moments. In this podcast, I'm collecting stories of when our sense of time shifts, when we get an epiphany or a new insight. In today's episode, Laura Lundy, a New York-based producer and consultant for theatre and film artists, shares an experience from a European adventure. It was 1993, and I was backpacking with my dear friend Bob. We were married at the time. We'd saved all our money for an entire year and bought the plane ticket and bought the Eurail Pass and sold everything (laughs) in Portland, Oregon, and taken this grand trip with every cent we had to Europe to travel for three months with the intention of staying, if that worked out, or whatever happened, we were going to go with it. It was amazing. And the city that really stays in my mind is Prague. When we were in Prague, we just wandered quite a bit. We, 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 we just had our backpacks and you know we had them with us all the time unless we could check them in at the hostel or find a safe place. And one night I remember we walked... Uh, over the Charles Bridge, and not far from there, we heard there was this amazing reggae club. Bob had traveled with the reggae band and worked with them before we were married, uh, a band called Strictly Roots, and it was a huge part of who he was, his personal philosophy, what he held most dear. And I loved Bob Marley, but I really knew nothing about reggae. So I was always intrigued by this sort of connection he had to reggae culture. And so I was excited to go to the club, but I I really didn't know what to expect. I wasn't sure if I would fit in. But we went to this club and uh, it was amazing. It was very low key. There were just a few people there and they were so welcoming to us. And I felt very at home. People were not drinking alcohol. Some people were smoking weed. I think I'm not a big pot smoker, but I think I smoked a little bit of weed. And we just were talking. There was some dancing, very, very mellow, very chill, but cool. And I thought, wow, I, I feel quite comfortable here. I feel at ease. And then suddenly this man came into the space and it felt like this huge intrusion. He had this energy. He was drunk. And he was this big kind of white guy and just of belligerence and just demanded to have access and was just kind of yelling at the proprietor and drunk off his ass. And the people who worked there moved sort of gently towards him and they were talking in these soft tones to him. And I thought, oh my God, oh my God. And I felt so afraid that they would be hurt. I was so afraid of the outcome. And I thought, my God, they better leave him alone. He's a scary guy but they didn't leave him alone. They just kept sort of staying close to him and talking in this low voice. And he was just shouting these horrible things. And I, I, I felt frozen with fear. And uh, after a while, he yelled some more terrible things and he left. And I was just thunderstruck. I thought that did not happen as I thought it was going to happen. I thought it was going to go very badly for the people who were mellow and relaxed and not drinking and just maybe high and not ready to fight. And yet they kicked this guy out and successfully. And 
And so I went to one of the guys that ran the, the club and I said, wow, I can't believe you did that. I, I mean, weren't you scared? And he said, he turned to me and I will never forget this. He turned to me and he said, we must not be afraid. We must fight. And I just looked at him and I turned around to Bob and I, he looked at me and we were just had this moment. And I, I turned around, I scrambled in my pack or whatever I was carrying at that moment and wrote it on a script, script of paper, which I still have back from 1993. And, you know, our trip went on. We uh, went to all kinds of other cities, uh, got pregnant with our first child, Bridget, in Amsterdam <laughs> after this. But that has never left my brain. And as my eldest, I have two beautiful, beautiful kids, Bridget and Ben. And as my eldest just went to March on Washington yesterday to fight injustice, and I was so scared, I remembered what this man said to me. And I thought, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of Bridget. I'm proud of Ben. I'm proud of people who stand up, even when it's terrifying. You know, as I continue to collect these stories, I'm struck by how many of them don't have what you might call a Hollywood ending. You never quite know where they're going to go next. Laura's is a great case in point, a story that echoes across time. I reckon that every one of us has stories like this, and if you have one you'd like to share, please get in touch via the website unhurried.org. You'll also find information there about our online Unhurried Conversations, which are free to join. If you happen to be listening to this on Apple Podcasts, it would be lovely if you could leave a review. Thanks for listening. This has been Unhurried Moments. I hope you'll join me again soon.